Hi, I'm Shelby, and I'm the host of Define Normal, a podcast where everything and nothing is normal. This week, we get into casual Instagram with my coworker and friend, Yesenia. We talk about photo dumps, performative Instagram, when we first got Instagram. We're also joined by a few other guests, and we go into TikTok and dating apps and how men present on Instagram. I... Also, I'm introducing a new format. As some of you may know, I work at Clubhouse on the partnerships team. We have a new feature called Replays. And on Replays, we basically have the ability to record live rooms. So it's been out for a couple months now, and I finally decided to experiment with it. So from now on, the podcast will be hosted live once a week, and then I will edit and post the recording for those who like to listen um, on their own time. But I will post the topics ahead of time, so if you have certain questions you have or you want to chime in, please feel free and also join some of the live rooms. I have a feeling they're going to be really fun. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your takes. I want you to challenge my takes. All of that um, as we all define our own norm in the crazy world we're living in now. want to hear your feedback, so if you're loving the live room format, if you're not, if there are topics you want to hear about, please let me know and I will let you enjoy the episode. Welcome to Define Normal. This is my first time recording on Clubhouse. It's a podcast that I started last year where basically everything and nothing is normal. Just to give a little intro, I'm Shelby and I'm a Gemini, so chaotic energy, so I'm told. I live in Brooklyn, but I'm originally from Ohio, and I started this podcast about a year ago after spending an extended period of time at home in my hometown of Dayton, Ohio. Uh, during COVID, I lived with my parents for a bit and just like remembered how othered I felt there. Like I felt like I wasn't normal. So hence the name, Define Normal. So I started the podcast to really talk about everything from growing up in the predominantly white Republican hometown to like friends who are sober living, friends who are choosing to not have kids, just kind of letting people tell their stories. Sometimes we keep it light, sometimes we don't. Today we are keeping it light. Uh, We're talking about casual Instagram, a playful topic. And I have Yesenia here with me. Welcome. We, of course, met at work because how else do you meet friends in the midst of a pandemic? We just talk about all things. I would say Gen Z. She's Gen Z. I'm not. I'm a millennial. But we just say Hey, I'm like borderline Gen Z, all right? (laughs) Borderline, but come on. You're like more than I am. So we just like send each other memes and TikToks all day. Literally. We're going to get into casual Instagram. But first, I want to give you some space to introduce yourself. So tell me. Tell the people a little bit about you. Yeah, oh my gosh, I've never done an introduction. This is like very new for me. But yeah, I'm Yesenia, born and raised in LA, kind of worked in like media and like entertainment, music. In my little short span of a career, um, graduated college in the middle of the pandemic in 2020, which was like a full on experience. So then go into working at a label part time and now working here at Clubhouse, where kind of all of my interests kind of intertwine within tech and like music and culture and entertainment and I think it's super cool to be working with the creators in such a great like um, space to kind of you know just think and think three-dimensionally. I'm an Aries so very fire is like the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, (laughs) What else? I have like very very like niche interests that are very specific to just me and like my friends and like just things like that like I'll love specific types of music or I'll just reference like specific things in like tv shows or like culture and like stuff like that I'm a big pop culture head like I'll pull like very niche and like different references in terms of like award shows and like again like film and like 
sports and stuff. So that's that's kind of like my gist. I sometimes forget that you're an Aries, but I have a pattern of attracting friends who are the same signs as my mom and sister. So my mom is an Aries, my sister is a Taurus, and my best friends from college are Aries and Taurus, and then you're an Aries. So I don't know something about. It, you know, it adds up. It adds up in like the right way. Okay. <laughs> it really does add up. Those are my faves. So now that you've done your intro, let's first talk about like what does casual IG mean to you? Like when I put the topic on Instagram, I think people were like, I got some hot takes like immediately. Like people are in my DMs, people are texting me, people are commenting on the post. Like, what would you say casual Instagram is? Casual Instagram to me is I literally take it as it is because the like I feel like casual Instagram like slowly started becoming a thing and I like will credit like Dua Lipa and like having like photo dumps and like Emma Chamberlain doing like the same thing like those types of influencers of the world kind of I guess showcase the broader audience what casual Instagram is but I feel like I've been seeing me and my friends do casual Instagram like for fun like not really like it being performative in a way or it being kind of like a show it's literally like here are just like five photos that i think are really cool and like i'm just gonna put it up for no reason and we'll just let it stick so that's like how i kind of view it because personally like i use casual or like instagram and casual instagram in general just to post like photos like i take a lot of photos and it's probably one of my like long developing hobbies over time is like me getting more and more into photography so i use casual instagram as a way to like just post all the photos that i think i don't have time to post all like one individually i'll just post them all at once that's fair so you were saying the casual instagram for you is like not performative like you're doing it mostly because you think it's fun it's like a way for you and your friends to express yourself yeah i think it's like when it's also very quirky because like i like seeing what my friends post like some people will just post like really cool photos and then it's like a meme like right in the middle which i think is really funny and then it like goes back to like regular scheduled like photos of like their pets or like the sky or what they're reading and i think it's like super cool in terms of like seeing just like what people are also interested in. Like, I just always like seeing what others like think and what others people's perspectives are. So I think that's how like I view casual Instagram. Okay, so I love, you have such a positive take because I came here to talk a little shit. So (laughs) casual Instagram to me is, yes, it's some people expressing themselves. It's like cute photo dumps. I wish we'd stop calling it that, but like whatever. It's like, let's hear these photos that I've taken that are like obscure, but cool to me. There's like very little context. Like I, I, I understand, but then like where I'm lost is I see my friends and like people who aren't my friends, just like people I know putting hella work into being casual on Instagram. So like, you know, there's like a uniform in New York now, I guess everywhere you live in LA. So like the Abercrombie, like straight leg jeans but not skinny jeans some type of sneaker it's like big pants little top you know the vibes big yes, pants, yes. Little top sneaker <laughs> so those girls twirl big pants little top sneaker scenic place they're like looking they look back into the distance then there's like photo of a sunset photo of pasta like we're being casual there isn't a thing casual about that we're eating the pasta i couldn't touch my pasta because you want photos of the pasta like I had to take that photo of you spinning the big pants little top like 10 times and like the sunset 
we were on a walk somewhere and you like abruptly stop me so you could take sunset photos. And then I look at the whole carousel and I'm like, I mean, that's fine. That wasn't casual, but that's fine. <laughs> You're like, the amount of work that went into all of that is just so funny. <laughs> right. You did a lot to appear very casual. So like that, I don't know what to say about that, but that's my first concern. I was like, I totally see that because... I feel like it also just depends on the individual because like the way I take photos is completely different than like my friend or like my other friend like that's like in a different city like I feel like it also depends on like where you live like the way I use photos is just like literally if there's a nice sunset I'll always stop because that's just a thing that I do if I see like if something just looks really cool I'll do that like I don't even take photos of food anymore like I feel like that was like peak foodstagram like in like 2015 like I don't need that energy at all like I'll take photos of like when the food is done or like in the middle of it because I just think it's so funny so I like I'm like people are really putting an effort in terms of like putting on a fit to look casual and I'm like that's not I don't see that being like the point of it you know it's not the point but I cannot deny that that is like a chunk of the people but I do want to back up because let's talk about when we first got Instagram. So I first got Instagram in 2011, which ages me, but it's fine. Mind your business. In 2011, <laughs> sitting in my freshman year dorm room, I'm like, oh, what's this Instagram? Admittedly, I thought it was to filter photos like everyone else did. I didn't have any followers, maybe two girls from my floor. And we would um, post them with the weird filters so we could put them on Facebook and our like albums of us going out to drink in damn basements. So... That was like what Instagram was for. Obviously stories, all these other things have happened, but like what year did you get Instagram and what was Instagram like when you got it? Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay, I'm like trying to remember. I think I got it like, you said 2011. That's pretty accurate. It's like eighth grade for me. That really me. hurts my feelings. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> eighth grade. Eighth grade. It was like my, yeah, it was like eighth grade or like freshman year of college. Oh my God, no, freshman year of high school. And what was I even posting? I don't even know. Because I remember getting Twitter first. So I was on Twitter more than Instagram, like when it first launched. And like, I think we all remember like all of the like very, very corny filters that were given to us in the beginning. And like us posting, I would probably post pictures of like flowers, just other random and obscure things. Because I was just like, I'm not about to post a picture of my face yet. Like, I don't know what's going on. I would probably post, like, screenshots of, like, the Tumblr quotes of, like, I don't know, some corny Tumblr quote. Like, you you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. Like, the she believe he lied font. Like, yes, I cannot. Some stuff that, like that. No. <laughs> so I didn't even use it in terms of, like, actually taking photos. I would probably, like, repost, like, a bunch of stuff that I was interested in. So you kind of, like, always been like that. Like, you're not big on posting your face on Instagram now. Not really. I'm, like, I don't know why. I just don't. I just don't like <laughs> I bet there's a good photo of me yes I will usually I just archive all of them because I'm like I don't want anyone to like see my face obviously there's some photos of myself that that are on my page but I just I don't know I just refuse <laughs> okay so TikTok has a lot to say about casual Instagram that's kind of how we got here like scrolling through all those videos and one of the videos says like the OG casual Instagram, which like this is a, the correct take in my opinion, is like before we understood Instagram aesthetic. And if you're brave, you haven't archived all those photos. So it's like me at sorority recruitment, like with a bow in my hair and like random photos we take out, which were terrible and bad lighting, but we posted like to me that is casual. Whatever's happening right now, like 
is not giving casual. But like when we bring up TikTok, I think there's like a casual element to TikTok that's very interesting because people like don't come there made up. Like they just like grab a, a phone and start talking. Right. Like they'll be in the bed and they're like, okay, so listen to this crazy thing that happened to me. Do you feel that TikTok's the place for that? And then Instagram's the place to be a little more filtered, a little more like mood boardier. Like what's your opinion on how you act between those two platforms? I mean, that makes sense. There's like some sort of like nuance behind Instagram where people can easily perceive you. So maybe there's like an added layer and added some, for lack of a better term, pressure that you feel to kind of act as either yourself or act as like something else to be performative, which I guess also ties back to like the casual Instagram like conversation of like whether or not this was actually casual or like you actually put an effort to try to take this photo of pasta or like you and like Washington Square Park or something like I think Instagram has a space for it to be more performative while TikTok I feel like there's more more room for you to be genuine and also again for lack of a better term more room for error not that everything on TikTok is bad but like you can there's more like room to be yourself and to be genuine and to have like just really hot takes and everyone being like okay, I thought I had an my own unique experience, but TikTok like made me realize that I'm no longer unique <laughs> as a person. Like we all share like collective thoughts and ideas. So that's how I kind of see both. I'm not really, I don't really post on TikTok. Like on TikTok, I'll probably make like two videos of like trips that I've been on or like music that I like, but that's about it. Like I won't also like put in a lot of effort on TikTok. I'm more of a like scroller and like, liker on tiktok so we're basically saying like we like in the beginning we were saying that we don't love performative instagram like you talked about how you like to basically post like a couple photos you like like you're kind of into photography and again like with not posting your face but you also talked about like perception on instagram and the pressure to be perceived a certain way so how do you want people to perceive you on instagram like what is if someone's going to your profile like what do you want them to get from it all I want people to get from my Instagram is like, oh, she's cool. And literally just scroll off the page if you need to. That Like, don't, I don't want people to put in a lot of thinking. Because again, like, to the point of like being perceived, I feel like that played such a heavy role in like my younger teenage years, especially being like a kid of the internet and being on like Tumblr and Twitter at such an early age, just because I had like a bunch of niche interests that I liked and I wanted to get like familiarized with and I was into music. And so... I was on the internet for like a really long time as a kid that I think it when Instagram came around and like oh people were doing like certain aesthetics and like trying to fit into this bubble like I think Vogue just put out an article where the 2014 like Tumblr girl aesthetics coming back and I remember when that was so big on both Tumblr and Instagram that like it put a bunch of pressure on me as like a 14 year old kid to like perform in a way that I didn't think I thought I could I guess like there's like such nuance there in terms of like me taking in all of this content and trying to reproduce it even though it wasn't really who I was at the time so and curating some sort of like Instagram aesthetic like as a kid too like I think all of that like kind of was not good for like again going back into like the conversation of social media mental health and stuff like that so I think over time I just kind of got over it and was like yeah, I really don't care about this app anymore. Like, let me just share my photos that I like, like, and the photos that I take on my iPhone and on my film camera, because I think those photos are more important than, like, any any other content that, like, I put out there, if that makes sense. 
I have to say you're more evolved than I am. Like if you ask me what you what I want you to get for my Instagram, I want you to think I'm cool, but like I'm not trying too hard to be cool, which means I'm definitely not one of those girls who's like out and is saying like, can you take my photo? Like that's not happening. I'm not gonna ask you to do that. But <laughs> but I like have all these like candid photos that friends have taken of me or like me just doing like fun things. I think everyone on Instagram has their flex, right? And right. I, I think this is a point where we just have to be truthful. We have to tell the truth. Everyone has their flex. And I think for me, like I'm scrolling my Instagram now, how vain I'm scrolling as we talk. And I'm like, okay, if we look at early aesthetic, I just, th- I'm throwing photos up there. It means nothing. But I think like, as you were two people who live in major cities, we work in tech. Like, I think my Instagram has become like, it's not about what I look like. It's about showing you like cool things I do. I don't really care what I look like. That's not like my Instagram vibe. It's just like, I'm doing cooler shit than you're doing. And it might not be obvious, but it's like, just like snapshots of cool things. Like sometimes I try to be funny because I think in the pandemic we had to learn like we're not doing anything. So like you, I started using my Instagram like Finsta. Like I would just post like random shit. Like I think some of my friends yes. are like, what's, what's going on? Like I just started posting random things. But now like I think if I think about what my thing is on Instagram, it's not like I'm doing anything insane, but you have to keep in mind I'm literally from from Dayton, Ohio, which that's rude to say nowhere, but like, let's be real, <laughs> not a major city. So like, I'm, I am like, oh my God, look the cool thing I'm doing. Like, that's kind of, I feel like what my vibe has been. But I think what's interesting when you talk about perception is people talk to you about your Instagram. So like, I thought that was just something I was doing for me. Cause I like to look back on it and be like, damn, you did this, you did that. Cause you forget like the years go by, but like, people literally pull up to you and talk to you about your Instagram. We've had those conversations like in real life where I'm just like, oh, like the way I act on the internet is so like either people actually look at the stuff. Like I forget it's not just me and like 20 people that I know very well. It's like me and like whatever, how many amount of followers I have, which I think is super interesting just because like if a stranger were to come up to me and ask me for my Instagram, like, and they would, I would wonder like what their first like, thought would be and I hope it'd be like oh like she's cool because at the end of the day like I like do I like post all the shit like on Instagram just for myself like because I'm fucking cool at the end of the day like I I know I'm cool and like people like deserve to look at all the cool things that I'm doing kind of to your point Shelby where like I'm doing cool things too but in a very subtle way like I've always loved being subtle in the things that I do so I don't really try to like flex on big things but it's just like I don't know it's just very interesting to see like how people perceive you and how like I don't know people like a stranger could literally just look at your Instagram and just make up some assumption in their mind by not even having like a full conversation with you truly and like making assumptions about like what you have because I know I do this like I love those tweets where they talk about when people go home and they're like going home for the holidays is when we know everyone's family is rich at Christmas because I'm like facts we're looking at Insta stories. You have a Viking stove. You got a pool. There's marble everywhere. Like, we are looking at everything. We're not perceiving just, like, things you put on the feed. Like, people are perceiving your every move. The car you're in, like, what city you're in, like, what part of town you live in. And I think I kind of forget how obsessed people are with that because I was out yesterday and uh, this guy said to me, he's a friend, but it's just like funny that he said this. He's like, you're 28 and you have someone design your apartment. Like you pay someone to design your apartment. Like 
what do people think about that? And I'm like, I don't really think people think about that at all. <laughs> it's my part. But like, you know what I mean? Like you just can't control the perception of like what people think about you based on what they see on your Instagram. Right. And I think to that point also like, to just also backtrack a little bit, also because of Instagram, I would have. I don't think I would have be in this position, just because one of the first internships that I got with like my really good mortar now like was off of Instagram. Was literally off of Instagram DM. So I'm. I'll probably after this conversation, I'm gonna ask her like, what did she think about my Instagram back then, and like how she perceived me because she literally posted up that she needed some sort of like intern for something, and I like applied and was like, yeah, like here's like. Like, I'm so interested. And she had to look at my Instagram to kind of vet me to then go into be like, okay, like, let's schedule a time to talk. The fact that Instagram also now plays a part in terms of, like, looking at, like, candidates for, like, jobs and stuff is very interesting. Because, again, it's all off of, like, perception and, like, assumptions that someone makes but before even having a conversation. And that's something, like, we didn't have, or at least our parents didn't have, like, beforehand when they're looking for, like, jobs or, like looking to meet people like that wasn't really it's not really talked about no it's definitely not talked about but I think that's interesting like something I want to talk about is people who still are doing performative Instagram so like we'll we'll get to influencers because I think there's a lot to say there but like I still have a lot of friends acquaintances people I follow who are doing like performative Instagram so it's like I quite literally have set up the shot I know what I'm doing I got the fit like what's it's all happening what do you think about that? Like, I know it's not your style, but like if you had to pick of someone pretending to be casual or someone just like fully sending it on this as a production, like what do you prefer? I honestly, if they fully send it, more props to them because that's a whole, it's a whole production. Like you have to get the angle. I'm like squatting because I'm on the other end of performative Instagram. Like I am the person taking the photo. Like I am on the ground, knees bent, <laughs> squatting on in the middle of the street to get these angles for the homies. So like I fully get it and I fully get that's like a whole other craft. So like much respect to them. I honestly don't know if I like have a preference over like casual or performative. Because in a way, casual is performative to your point, but I think I don't like it. I don't like casual Instagram when it's being performative because I know they went to a specific location to get a specific photo. Like it kind of just like, there's like a whole like diagram that like maps it out. So I don't really like that. But like, if you throw a meme in there, like much respect to you because I know you're funny. That's true. I love the ones at the end with the funny meme. Like that to me, I'm like, okay, multidimensional. You take photos in your- Someone I know, like he posts like a lot of photo dumps and like, I feel like he does use Instagram in a more casual way, but he always ends with the meme at the end. And I like so appreciate that because I'm like, okay, yeah, you're funny. And I've had conversations with you, so I know you're funny. Like this was on purpose. Like, I love that energy. I think that I'm going to stay true to my like millennial brand and say I prefer performative Instagram just outwardly. I mean, we're saying it's all performative, but I think I love outwardly performative Instagram because as someone today, call it a pilot program, I was like taking some selfies. I'm like, oh, it's like really sunny in my apartment. Like, let's take some selfies. And so this is a 10 minute project. So I'm doing this similar to the photo, my profile photo. I'm like, it's the sun's hitting my face. Let's get it. It's one of those you, I just like took a, a quick photo of myself. I'm in sweats in my house. And that took me a good 15 minutes. So I'm like, let's just, girls, let's just own it. Like, if we're going to say that 
we are just taking photos on Fuji and like, you know, good times with my friends and good lighting. Like, no, like just, just take the photo you want to take. Like I will gladly be the <laughs> friend who kneels and gets the shot because I am, I have been since I was young, which is like not the best quality, but like, how old were you during the digital camera era? Don't hurt my feelings. Cause you said you got Instagram in eighth grade. So do you remember a time when people were carrying around digital cameras? Yes. Like, my family had one and I literally don't remember. I want to say it was, we probably got in like elementary school at this point because I remember going to Disneyland. We had the digital camera and I took a photo with Winnie the Pooh. So that's like my only reference point to digital cameras and like be- the beginning of it. For the record, this makes me feel 80 years old. But <laughs> when, I, when I was in middle school and like, I guess, early high school, we would carry digital cameras around. Like it was like a big deal to have your own digital camera. Like, you take your terrible MySpace photos, you upload them, then like Facebook, whatever. But during that time, I used to be so annoyed with my friends because everything was about photos. Like we would be doing the most mundane of activities to the point where we would get dressed up to take photos like in somebody's house. Like, are we going to get pictures today? Because like we need to put them on MySpace. So I think my disdain for this like started before Instagram, if I'm like pinpointing it. Because sometimes I feel like I can't enjoy moments because people are too busy trying to look hot, which sounds very cliche. Oh my gosh. <laughs> very cliche, but that's what I think. Like, I get that there's effort to be, like, for a performative photo. Like, I get it. Like, there needs to be a whole photo shoot. And I also, also maybe I don't really think about it much because I'm always behind the camera. Like, when people ask me, like, oh, do you want a photo or something? I'm like, no, I'm, like, good. Like, let me take a photo of you because I know it's going to be good. And, like, I have a few, so, like, friends that are, like, oh, let me take a photo of you. And I'll say yes because I know they'll get the right angle or, like, the right – they'll get the vision, like, right away. And some people don't. And that's a whole other conversation of having friends that don't take good photos of you. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't ask my friends to take photos because I'm, like, bashful about the photos. So if someone takes a good photo of me, it's on accident. Like, I'm not the person that's, like, oh, my God. Like, I know my angles. And I envy those people who just, like – snap into position like as soon as the camera's out they're like boom 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 did you get this side move to this side i'm like if i got a good photo it's an accident so perhaps it's like same, my same. disdain because i think we're getting at a good point it's to me like instagram is about hot people and that's like relative like anyone can be hot in their own way but it's about like believing you're hot even if you're not traditionally hot so like if you don't want to lean into that you probably aren't into like, I don't know, being like a glamour girl on Instagram. It's probably harder for you. Cause I think that's like what we're unearthing now. Like it's not, we both don't love getting photos taken of us. So why would we be on Instagram getting like these crazy photo shoots, you know? I No, I agree. I mean, I'll give the content if need be. Like, you know, if someone asked me the other day, like, do you ever want to be an influencer? And I'm like, no, but you know, if things align for some reason or one way or another like I wouldn't mind it honestly the bag just has to be right for me to actually put an effort into what I need to do I would be an influencer I wouldn't be an influencer that had to like be attractive though like I think some of my favorite influencers have obviously they have niches and they're not revolved around them being cute right like so Aubrey who I had on my podcast she has a food blog and like Obviously, in her photos, she looks great, but, like, her Instagram does not revolve around her. It's about, like, her making food and, like, her recipes and, like, her animals and her life. So, like, if I were to be an influencer, I would just be on, like, on the Instagram saying ridiculous things and, like, writing and giving hot takes. But I definitely wouldn't be, like, 
I don't even get ready. If we're keeping it a thousand, <laughs> I don't even get ready every day. I like shower and then I put some eyebrow gel on. Like I don't get ready to be on the camera like that every day. Yeah. It's not that serious. No, that's that's for the material girls. Like all of them, like God bless them and their souls because I don't know how they do it every day. Like full full face set of makeup. Like that's honestly such a craft and they have probably nailed down that schedule to a T. That's why I'm like, I feel like if the again, if the bag was right, I would put in the effort because I, I feel like I know I can do it I feel like you're, you're the same way too like you know you can do it it's not as hard it's just the effort that you have to put in to make all the content that you want to like put out into the world and we work like how I am mean I to that work? too yeah and then I'm, supposed to, <laughs> I'm supposed to on the side make all this content okay so I'm curious who do you like to follow on Instagram like if you had to give me like your top one or two accounts oh my who gosh. are people who do, who do Instagram right in your opinion Okay, wait, now I have to look because I literally don't know any any at the top of my head. Influencers in general or, like, people we actually, like, like their content. Someone whose content you just like and you can describe them to us, like, what they're doing and we can look them up later. Or it could be an influencer. Open either. Ooh, okay, wait. I have to, like, I'm taking, like, a quick scroll through, like, my following. I've never been asked this. No. Most of the content I like, kind of how I mentioned how I like Aubrey is around cooking. I love really mm-hmm. niche people who just do things well. Like one of my favorite accounts is Sleeping on Gems, which I think you should follow. If you oh, wait, no, I love Sleeping on Gems. So like Sleeping on Gems is like, sometimes I might even know the music. I might already know the song, but there's so much surprise and delight with their content. It's like live footage I've never seen from an artist I love or a song I just haven't heard in a long time or like a photo of an artist I really like and the content always makes me feel good like I'm always Mm -hmm. happy when I see it I'm always like this is a vibe because I have to say like we were talking about mental health working in tech and also just like living in major cities it feels like everyone has these ridiculous like crazy lives and sometimes I look at people's content and I'm like what am I looking at like you're flying everywhere, every five seconds, first class. You're staying at crazy resorts. I'm like, literally, what am I looking at? Like, I don't feel better looking at your right. content. Yeah, and th- there are those people where I'm just like, I don't, like, I don't get it. And, like, I guess respect to them because they, they know what they're doing. But it's just not for, like, the niche audience. Like, my niche audience wasn't activated. So, I don't know. I just don't, I don't get, like, people that I, I tend not to follow. I realize i follow a lot of like just music centered instagram pages whether it be like people like early rising or before the data that like it just explore like music discovery in terms of like who the next artist is and i like seeing that content on my page even though i know it's like very curated very like to a point of like oh this is like what you need to do to like listen to this artist support this artist like i just like getting that information and then i think also i follow like a bunch of photographers that I've come to realize that also just make me happy because I like seeing how they also, I guess, show their art to, like, the world, whether it be, like, through Instagram or through whatever else they're doing. So, like, this kid named William, like, he was in New York, is a photographer and has studied, I think went to Parsons and, like, studied photography and, like, film and has, like, these really cool photos up on Instagram that are just like so beautiful and breathtaking to look at and I'm like the fact that you can like scan it and digitize it so it can live on forever through like this site is like super cool but also have it like physically sent out and he's also a YouTuber so he like shows videos on like how to take photos like what are the best film cameras like oh this is what I'm doing in LA this week and stuff like that so I like seeing like that type of content earlier today before this followed 
that one of the photographers from Euphoria because I was like, holy shit, like these photos are insane. Um, his name's Eddie and he goes by like the Jetsons. And I was just looking at his like feed and I was like, holy shit, like I want to get to a point of like photography to kind of do this. So I kind of just try to follow people that either inspire me or put on good content that just like makes sense for me to take in in my brain. And like people who don't do that, I'm like, why? Why do I have you on here? Or I'll just mute you if it's like a friend. <laughs> That's true. I've muted hella people in the pandemic. I think like the casual Instagram is obviously a revolt against like these super curated Instagrams where like influencers were doing terrible things during COVID and posting about it, like just nonsense. And then we're watching it. And so it was like kind of revolting against them because we're like, okay, we're going to unfollow you. But I can't, I honestly can't help myself. I, like I said, I like to talk a little shit. I think that I'm like, <laughs> a, um, I don't know, like my friends and I have these influencers that we kind of keep tabs on just so we can like casually comment on like their antics. Like I don't think anyone's actually interested in their content. We're just like, wait, did you see that she posted that today? Like this is unfair. Oh my gosh. Wait, I want to know who it is. <laughs> um, I'm not going to tell you. You got to you got to you got to text me on the side. <laughs> yeah, cuz it's not nice. But like <laughs> there are definitely influencers that I'm following just cuz I'm just like, why are you acting this way? And I'm fascinated. I think it's like a giant sociology project to like understand because it's all a performance right i mean i think that's the overarching right. point. like you're you were posting yourself for consu consumption like it's it's a performance it's inevitably not who i am like so there's there's already that but some people turn it up to a notch that's so crazy like the crying on instagram how do you feel when influencers cry on on social media like can you imagine you're crying something has really upset you and you decided to get your camera out and be like, you know what? The next step is I'm going to record myself crying. Okay, I don't... Honestly, I have taken photos of me crying just because I think they're funny to look back on, like, later. I don't know if it's, like, a Gen Z thing, but I literally will be, like, something, like, bad will happen. I'll be crying because of a TV show or a movie or whatever. And I just think it's funny that, like, sometimes I have to take a photo to disassociate from, like, whatever I'm watching or whatever I'm feeling for, like, two hot seconds. And then I have to go back to reality after that. But I usually do take photos of me crying. So I have, like, that's, like, my preference. For, like, Would you post them? Oh, hell, no one has seen those photos. That's <laughs> just for I'm me saying? to reference. These people that's are just, posting them. I'm like, that's just for me to reference. Like, honestly, like, I don't know. I just, I literally, one time, there's something traumatic happened. And I literally took a photo of me with the peace sign. Like, literally sobbing. Because it, it was just so funny. And then, like, later after, I was, like, feeling whatever. Like, I was, it was all good. I, like, went back and I was like, this photo, this photo is so funny, but no one else needs to see this. But me and, like, the iCloud machine that, like, is it's been uploaded on. For public figures and influencers, I, like, don't know how to feel. Like, I saw a photo of Bella Hadid crying because she was sad. And I was like, respect. But I don't know if I would, I don't have, like, I'm not brave enough to post that. So, like, respect to her for sharing that and, like, sharing her feelings on the internet. Because I feel like they like influencers like her have some sort of sense of like responsibility or a sense of oh like if I'm feeling like this I want to share it with the world because you never know you can help someone else I just generally have to say I love how like you're so much more positive than I am as a person my initial thought about the crying on the one hand I like what you're saying about it could likely be because they are just being open and they have this responsibility to show people like influencers have real emotions too. But I think on the other hand, what bothers me about it is like, sometimes it just doesn't feel 
genuine. And I don't know, like, how am I to be the judge of that? I don't know these people. But, like, when I'm crying, when I'm an emotional, like, this day is really effed up. I cannot believe this happened. If you live in New York City, you find yourself crying in obscure places. You cried on the subway. You cried in a park. I'm not like, let's get my phone out and be like, yo, some really messed up things happened at my apartment today. Cries. Let me tell you guys all about it. Because it feels like, I don't know. It's like one second they're crying, the next second they're like at a bar getting drunk in the midst of COVID. Like, I don't follow. Like, I'm not following the thought pattern. No, I get that because it makes it seem like it's not authentic or not genuine to like, that extent because i feel like those moments like where you are feeling really vulnerable like i don't know i guess in in my perspective like i wouldn't want to share that with the world just because i'm going through like some shit like really tough or whatever and like some people do and i and i am like respect to that but i don't know how you bounce back to that or if like that's now part of their process in terms of bouncing back or out of that mental state just because like again to my point like when i'm like in like some sort of state like that I'll literally just do it for fun to disassociate for like three seconds and then go back to like reality or like the issue at hand. And then later I kind of also look at it as like a timestamp of like, oh yeah, I remember when that happened. That was very shitty. But look at like where I am now and like it's all better. Yeah. Even you saying that has me reflecting because it also, it makes me think that due to social media, you want people to be like really one dimensional. Like obviously people cry. Like you take that Mm -hmm. photo of yourself crying and then the next day you might be like at dinner with friends or like later that day and you're like in a better mood again and i think with social media especially with influencers you want them on instagram to like they kind of fit into a box because they've curated something for you like they've curated like these are this is like my partner who you see in videos and like these are my mm-hmm. friends this is my house these are my dogs like you know what you know so when you like see things out of the realm that doesn't fit what they curated you're kind of like um i don't really know what to do with that like i feel like those are often my times where i'm like what is this content that i'm right and maybe it is them trying to be human but i'm like but what am i looking at no i agree and i think that's that also just has to do with like the digital age in terms of like you curating a version of yourself like to be on one of these platforms that's like the thing with like social media in general i think with like gen z and like just our generation it's like it's realizing that there are different parts of you that exist on the internet that are parts like one through five but then all five of them come together when you're actually like standing in front of someone if that makes sense like you have like specific curated like images of yourself like on these platforms and then you come back to your whole self and you're like oh like this this is all me it's just like divided into like three parts I don't know if other people think like that but that's how I've kind of viewed social media like slowly over time and then I realized like all of this like at the end of the day all of this does not matter because I exist as a human being and as like a whole person in the actual world and I have my own like thoughts and like I I physically am doing other things um but it's just so interesting the fact that we now have like different components of like our digital selves and it's going to be archived in some big thing at the end of the day I know I know it's kind of like wild to think about sometimes like what if your kids are like scrolling your Instagram? Like, I just want to look at like what my parents are doing, and they're like, our Instagrams are available somewhere, right. to scroll, which is terrifying to me. Okay, we've covered a lot of topics, but we have we have some friends in the audience. So if any of you want to come up, you have something to add, raise your hand. I can go on and on and on, but like, if you're listening and you have something to say, come up. Hi, Dom. Hey. What's up? I don't I don't have too much to say. I've just been listening, but I just wanted to come up and say hi. Hi. I mean, give us like 
kind of a take of what you think about casual Instagram. Are you still performative or are you giving us like photo dumps right now? I think I have like a very skewed perception only because I feel like Will might be a good person to talk about this too. I used to like on Instagram, you could probably scroll back on my on my feed too. I used to like plan out like months in advance my content because I my whole feed was like in a color scheme. So like one month would be like all green photos, then all like pink photos and it would transition and I would like literally like, get outfits and like find backgrounds to like do it all just because I was like I'm gonna like put in the effort and do this and it was back when I was working at Instagram so I feel like every day I would go to work and like everything was like Instagram land but then I was like this is so much effort and I don't actually care about this but I feel like for the average person like I feel like you look at my Instagram now and it still feels like very like performative but like to me it's very casual because like I literally will just be like out with friends and take a photo or like I don't know I know you asked earlier like what you want people to think when they look at your Instagram and like for me I want them to be like oh he has good style so I feel like all my all my photos are just like casual photos of my friends or just like a random picture my friend took of me because I like my outfit what about you Will what's your Instagram I feel like you have photos with a bunch of cool people thanks Dominic hi Shelby hi Yesenia hi Will uh, nice to like meet you guys further hey Dominic I, I was just going through your Instagram profile and I have to say I had to scroll down quite a little bit to get to the green, but I, I kind of like it. Was, it. I, I, I archived so many. If I put them all back, you would really see the gradient. But I was like, I got to get rid of some of these. They're way too forced. I was scrolling and I was like, I think I see the gradient. And then I scrolled down and I got to the green part. And I was like, oh, it's there. In terms of my Instagram, Shelby, can you like kind of catch me up on the conversation? Yeah, sure. So we're talking about casual Instagram versus like performative traditional Instagram where you're like having people take these awesome photos of you everywhere you go. And we're kind of just talking about how it's all performative, but like what you prefer, how you want people to perceive you on Instagram and like how how this like new photo dump culture has impacted how you use Instagram. I mean, it's interesting. I think that my Instagram used to be very casual and like it started off as just like, oh, I'm getting coffee. So let me post coffee like if I drank coffee it's more so usually hot chocolate but like <laughs> then like I started to grow a following and and as I grew a following and it more so became business it more so became performative for me so like now I have to like think about what kind of content I'm posting how that's going to affect my audience with the update in reels like short form video content I find that it like allows me to be much more authentic it, it, like don't get me wrong it's still curated to some degree but it's much more like natural and and like more so lifestyle than like staged, for instance, like a photo with somebody at a red carpet event to like build credibility for my brand or how do I want people to view me? At the end of the day, like I want people to understand that I am who I am, which is why I'll do a million live streams on Instagram so people can still see my like personality, even though a lot of my content is performative. But if I were to do it all over again, which I like maybe I can do that, like I would definitely stick to a casual Instagram because it makes a lot of content creation a lot easier. I think that it makes com build, like community building a lot easier. I just think that going forward into like 2022 and one of the reasons Clubhouse is so cool as a platform is like authentic um, to who you are is really important. And I think that like casual Instagram is more authentic than performative Instagram. And like, that's one of the reasons I'm using Clubhouse so heavily right now is because like I can't change who I am on this app. It's voice to voice. So it's very hard to like not be who you are. And so for me, like one of the reasons I'm just using this app so much is because 
like I can just be me and like that that's why people are attracted to me is for me and not a photo with Jared Leto or like a photo on a red carpet so it's, it's I think it's a really interesting conversation Wow, Will came through with a word. Like, I think that I love casual Instagram when done right for that reason. Because it also makes you feel, like, approachable. Like, I understand what you're saying about building rapport with people. Like, on the one hand, casual Instagram for community. But, like, performative Instagram for, like, business and, like, building credibility. Like, someone going to your page and seeing you at certain events means that you have a certain level of credibility. But I love that, like, if you're just being yourself, like, the same opportunities come. Like, you've been crushing it on Clubhouse and beginning amazing interviews and like so many people are just seeing your personality like honestly i don't even think i've ever been to your instagram but i've been in so many of your clubhouse rooms this week <laughs> thanks shelby i have so many cool interviews coming up i'm just so excited like my goal is to just bring more gen z on the app and so i'm trying to bring on some like huge tiktokers right now to come on clubhouse in the next week it's really difficult because i feel like Gen Z and like TikTokers and like even influencers in general are really flaky. It's been like, oh, I'm going to bring this person on. And then it's like, oh, we have to reschedule. I have some pretty cool things in the works um, with not only like influencers for Gen Z, but also like cover of Time magazine, like individuals that work at huge fortune, like 10 companies. So I like it's going to be cool. I don't want to say any like names yet because then if it falls through, I look, I look stupid, but I'm really excited about everything. And I like appreciate you guys coming into the rooms and supporting me. And like, I like, I'm just happy to get to know you, Shelby and Senia and Dominic. Like I met you all in this app and it's just been so cool to like get to know who you guys are. Yeah. I'm so excited that you're bringing Gen Z onto the platform. We talk about that at nauseum about how like we want to see those conversations because all we do is send each other TikToks. Like, Senia and I have this whole, like, thread of TikToks and TikToks and TikToks. And, like, we, everything happens in the comments. Like, there's no discourse. Like, I'd love for someone to come to Clubhouse and be like, look, this is trending on TikTok. Like, where's the room? Because if you're, like, basically, we just read the comments and talk amongst ourselves. So I'm hyped about TikTokers coming onto that. I want to see like all the TikTokers come. I want to pick their brains. So like one of the TikTokers I'm bringing on Clubhouse is like Alex Warren. So that should happen in the next week or so. But like the thing that's so crazy is that like these people don't actually know what Clubhouse is. And I think that that's like a huge reason, like, reason as to like why so many of them like aren't on the app yet, which is just so interesting to me. So like I just think that it's such a Gen Z app Clubhouse because again, like this idea of authenticity is so like it's so Gen Z, like it's one of the reasons TikTok is so popular is because like it's not curated content over like a, a duration of like three days trying to create the perfect Instagram photo. It's a 15 second video that you take in your living room to a popular sound like lip syncing or dancing or like whatever your niche might be. And so I think that once Gen Z really discovers like social audio, and I think that there's going to be this like initial kind of adjustment because i think that a lot of us and i can't speak for the whole generation obviously but like me and my close friends like we text and if i call or facetime them like i'm a weirdo so like i think that there's going to be like this adjustment period to getting used to like voice to voice but once that happens gen z is really like able to understand this connectivity and authenticity that comes with social audio i honestly could see gen z taking over the app <laughs> Your friends you just text there's no facetiming there's no calling do you guys leave voice notes because that's a thing like my friends and i've been leaving voice notes so that's something other. that i've been doing so much more recently i've been like i can't type this like my fingers hurt now like so it'll be like voice notes 
which is really, really interesting. But I think that also, like, the dynamic that still is missing is, like, the voice-to-voice, right? Because, like, voice notes are just, like, I'm talking into the phone, but nobody's actually responding. So, like, I think that the, like, voice-to-voice is a huge, like, adjustment period. Like, obviously, FaceTime is something that I'll do with my friends, like, occasionally. Like, very, very close friends. Like, very, very close. But, again, I think there'll be, like, an initial adjustment period. I'm excited that you're doing this, like bringing the Gen Z's to the app, because these are like the conversations we want to have from Instagram to TikTok and just like hearing how they're going to use social audio. So love it. I'm just so excited. Like Shelby, Yesenia, we, we have to talk more. I just need to get to know you guys better. Like I just, I've seen you around now and now I'm just so intrigued. Like I know Miley and Dominic, especially Dominic. Dominic, I'm working on that Raya invitation for you. <laughs> get me on what's wait, up Will? i just joined raya oh, it's a disaster isn't it okay. crazy <laughs> my room, wait, my roommate joined it? last month raya it's a disaster guys no my roommate joined last month and she's like i'm canceling this is dumb and i was like i just what need to know it? for myself just like a dating app like a like a glorified tinder with like a barrier to entry <laughs> it's giving like the soho house <laughs> of dating apps like they want you to have like two references and like it's a little you know what's bad. crazy is dominic has like 14 references but still just can't get on no I, that's i no. i have so many friend passes and it's just bothering me that they're just keeping me on the wait list and i'm like why i think it's because i probably email them too much and i get annoyed <laughs> you're not like there's no talent on raya i'm like sad about it like there are cute people on raya but like it feels i don't know if any of you have seen the soho house app but like how now you can search members and like whatever whatever it's kind of like that like i almost feel like it's um not a way to date people it's a way to like see who's cool in your area is like what it feels like i'm not single but like when i did use raya like a lot it was just like there was nothing so special about it dominic honestly uh, it's not like it's not like the celebrity swipe right at least for me well i am single so let's let's figure that out in 2022 <laughs> you heard it here first on replays <laughs> Oh my gosh, no, I love this energy because that, I, oh my god. I'm clip? Yes, okay. clip that and put that on your uh, profile, Dominic, so everyone knows. I think, I think that would be a little bit too much for my Instagram. I mean, if you guys don't <laughs> clip it, I will, and maybe I'll put out like a Twitter PSA for you, Dominic. Oh god, okay. <laughs> I mean, you have to be shameless in your pursuit of love. Like, don't worry about it. I'm dead. All right, well, we're kind of winding down the room. We've been talking about this for like an hour. If anyone has any parting thoughts before we're out. I know Claire sent her thoughts. She's not here anymore, but she sent her thoughts. Oh, yes, that. yes. Let, please read her thoughts. Because yeah, she so she said that um, she archived all of her Instagram posts for a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago because she was having a tough time with, like, it in the app and, like, felt like she was coming becoming super obsessive about the content and how people were perceiving her and, like, the performance of it all. And, like, she did understand at that point. And then after a week... Um, she like archived those photos and it's like she said she also feels like it's another personality trait for our generations that boomers didn't have to deal with (laughs) i was like not the boomers but i agree i feel like again like if a stranger were to come up to you and just ask for your instagram they would already have like a perception of you just by looking at the photos that you post um and that's something that like i guess other generations didn't have to think about or deal with either so maybe that comes with like a layered thinking or a layered thought process of like oh if i post this on instagram this person or that person can think about it like this way instead of just posting it for fun which i think was like the whole point of it all when we were like super young and then we were like 14 and like literally doing all of that and then 
then shifting to like influencer culture and like aesthetic culture with like the 2014 fucking tumblr era of the girls with like visco cam and like using certain filters and stuff like that so and to now like the photo dumps were like Dua Lipa, you have Bella Hadid, you have like Emma Chamberlain, all like photo dumping. And mind you, they're all women too. Like, I don't think any guy that I like know photo dumps like me or like the rest of my friends. Kind of wish they would. That's going to be an episode for another time. But I think that like <laughs> the male aesthetic on Instagram in general could use some work. Um, so what, what could the male do to have a better aesthetic? Um, asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah, so I did a rant on this on my Instagram when I was, like, bored during COVID and, like, or during quarantine when we were, like, really in the house. So here's the thing. Men often, this is, like, a sweeping generalization, but they often post things that are just, like, what is that? Like, it'll be, like, a photo of them at a sporting event. Like, a woman would be, like, okay, let me get a photo of me at the sporting event. A lot of guys just, like, take photos with no context. They're not in the photos. And then uh, if they are in the photo, it's like, this is like a group photo. Like, it's like they don't like taking photos alone, which I get because there's like these preconceived notions about like, I don't know. I think guys can feel weird caring about their Instagram is the long and the short of it. Like, I can understand why, like, there's some awkwardness about caring about your aesthetic. But I'm here to say that I like a man with an aesthetic. Like, like I'd want to be on your Instagram and like learn something about you. Like, do you like to play basketball? Like do you where did you vacation last like i shouldn't be on your instagram like so what happens here like or like there'll be like guys that have like literally one photo of themselves and i'm like what does this mean or they'll have like one obscure photo on their instagram and i'm like what like what does this all mean like i don't i don't does that draw you in more are you more interested by the one photo or not really because i'm like i'm like to shelby's point like i want to know like what you're interested in like do you play basketball like do you like taking film photos do you like going to concerts like what's your vibe and again to the point of like being perceived on the app like that's kind of like what you look at at like in short and like rapidly first so it's like if you have like one photo i'm just like what is what does this mean like can you even talk so at the I'm end of the day multiple photos of myself and provide context to what it is is that is that yes like... show some interest tell us what you like my my next caption I mean, is gonna be like I like dogs, pasta, and vacationing to Hawaii. And clubhouse. I mean that's a given. And clubhouse. And clubhouse. <laughs> and I don't leave this app anymore. <laughs> I I love that. I mean I think I need guys to take notes because you would think we're being facetious, but if you even on Raya, like they make your Instagram like so paramount. So when you like click on a guy's Instagram. I'm like looking, I want to learn more about him because the profile is giving me like nothing. So I'm looking and I'm like, yo, I have no, I've no information I've concluded from this profile. Like I got nothing. Like, I guess he lives in New York. I don't know. He's like past three photos were in LA and like he was at a concert three months ago. That's all I got. Tony is in the audience and I kind of want to single him out. Um, oh my God, Tony, come up if you <laughs> dare. Tony, come, come up. Tony. <laughs> Hi, Tony. So got my AirPods connected. I honestly thought this was a replay when I first clicked on it, so I'm happy to join and <laughs> you know, in the conversation. I, I was like, oh, I want to chime you. in here, but uh, and now I can. Yeah, chime in. Tell us about your Instagram. How do you feel about Instagram? My What's Instagram. Your so I'm not gonna lie. I kind of stepped back from posting. I haven't posted in over a year at this point. 
But I know I resonate with what you're saying regarding like Raya and like using as your brand. And like, I feel like that's the primary purpose there is these days. Right. So I have, I have an aesthetic. So I, and I, I stick What's with your it, aesthetic? You know? Let's the, hear about it. Let's hear uh, your aesthetic. Uh, uh, wait, yes, honey, you, you've seen it. You can, uh, you can critique I was like, I'm not about to far. describe your aesthetic, but I appreciate the effort you put in. That's what I was about <laughs> to say. Okay. Well, Shelby, do you have a description of the aesthetic I go for? I- I think that, as I've said to your face, that, that uh-huh. you're, you're what, what do I call you? I refer to you as an artsy it's like artsy. Ho. Yeah, yeah, artsy ho is the, uh, That's the accurate, official term. That's the artsy ho, TM. Because it's TM, like, exactly. you give off, which is like, honestly surprising given your career. This is me being very like, this is <laughs> mass generalization. But you give off very like, artsy cool indie vibes i mean and then you'll meet me in person right no but i meet you in person you still give off those vibes but then like you unearth other stuff about you that like you went to carnegie mellon like you're a founder of a company and now you work in tech and like all these things and like well i mean i guess you've always worked in tech but you know what i mean like the point being yeah, yeah, like yeah. you I mean, are multi-dimensional in a way that does not show on the internet so maybe that's your, goal. your particular direction it's like why how would i show off or how would I like make my brand incorporate more of my professional life? It's like, there's nothing really I could do there. Yes and no. Like, I think you don't have to talk about it in such an obvious way. Like I didn't even have Clubhouse in my bio for the longest. I just recently did that. But like, there are moments where I like talk about work. Like I'm just like, oh, like this cool thing at work happened, repost. Like, you know what I mean? Like I just kind of like subtly get there. Um, yeah, but it's that's a, fair. It's a muscle you have to flex. Cause I think most people like, they either all in or they hide it. But like working at Facebook didn't help the case. Like everyone talks about work constantly. Yeah. So <laughs> that's how well, it became my brand. I think uh, if anything, my the my brand is uh, my brand, yikes. Um, what I have so far on Instagram has kind of like, if anything, gone in the way of me posting more. Cause it's like anything that I've taken recently doesn't fit the same vibe just cause I'm not shooting film as much anymore. And I'm like, yeah, hanging out with different people. So I, I posted less because it would conflict with my existing Instagram aesthetic. We're going to work on you, Tony. Um, I'm back. Hey, I'm, yeah, there we go. I'll do a private consult about your Instagram, not to worry. Wait, can I also, be a part of that conversation? <laughs> yeah, you guys are welcome to join. Um, Yesenia is also going to take, uh, I've recruited her to take photos of me when I'm in uh, the West Oh, wait, yeah, that is true. I took really good photos of Tony yeah. last time. Anyways, no, back to the Instagram. I just really wanted to quickly say the artsy thing does make sense because you have a picture of Boy Genius. And I was like, ah, it all adds up. So. Yeah, I mean, if you look at my Spotify wrapped, uh, that would tell you everything you need to know about my inner dialogue and monologue. Your Instagram looks super intentional. So like, I'm almost intimidated by it because you don't post, post is really good. So like, it's clear that you're not just posting anything. You're like putting a lot of thought and effort in like curating what you're posting. So I wouldn't go so far as curating. I think it's like once in a while I'm like, okay, I have a photo I'm happy with. I'll post it, but that's about it. Okay. Okay. But but, you know, just to add, you know, diversity into the conversation, because I, uh, I heard Shelby, and now I'm walking, I'm getting winded. Uh, it's time to work out again. Like, you're saying that, <laughs> like, dudes don't have enough personality or an aesthetic on their Instagram. And I was just like, 
I have a counterpoint here. So here I am. You guys are all <laughs> you, welcome. You to are the, you're, room, you're the, the counterpoint. Yes, you are definitely a counterpoint. I mean, it's a general thing. matters. Can you teach a class on that? Let's tell let's tell all men that it's like okay to be into your Instagram because I think they try to make it like a girl thing. Like guys will be like, "Why do you guys care so much about that?" I'm like, "Really? When you like oh, a what girl, dudes are you hanging out with?" Don't do that, Tony. You, you, you and Harson. I feel like Tony would be such. Harson has a great Instagram. Yeah. Okay, Tony, you'd be a good Instagram boyfriend. Do you know what that is? Like I would take all the photos. Yeah, you'd be the one who yeah. take who would take all the photos. Oh, Ugh. I've done that for access before, but mainly because I like shooting film, and it's like I have a muse is uh, the uh, screaming the less Not cheesy way to uh, <laughs> the less uh, well, it's an equally cheesy way of putting it. But yeah, you're really earning this title of artsy ho. Like, what do you mean? Oh come on, <laughs> I I I know my brand. I know what the words to say. <laughs> Your muse. I will. Um, I will commit to any bit as long as there's a bit to commit to. So maybe we make like a TikTok with you where we showcase how to like have an aesthetic on Instagram because I think that I don't think that men are incapable because these men like are smart and like in real life are cool. But like, why am I looking at your Instagram on photos from like 2016? Like what's good? Like, what have you been doing in the past six years? Like what's going Maybe on? Maybe they're too living, uh, too busy living life. We know you that's know? not the case. We know that they're not too busy living life. Cause then they're like, they look at your Instagram. Like, do you guys remember that trend? Um, uh, it was happening on TikTok that's like, what is the photo that a guy shows his friends when they're like, oh, yeah, that's her. Like, that's who I'm dating. And it's like, we're the group chats fighting for our lives. When I have to show a friend, like, yeah, like, this is the dude I'm into. I'm on his Instagram, like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> like, I trust me. I trust me. He's cute in person. Exactly. Like, uh, he's cool. Fighting yeah. for my life in the DMs because re men refuse to get it together. The like, worst also, is when you have to go to Facebook and pull a, uh, the profile oh, picture no. from Facebook. Oh my god. Those are also that. usually like five yeah. years old. They're like completely like no beard or something, different vibe. And they're like, oh, you, you wear that? Also, on a random note, it's like fucking 20 degrees out in New York. And holy shit, it is too cold. Yes, it's very cold in New York. All the more reason for you to get your instagram together so you can have a bay for the winter. yeah we should already know from your instagram stories that it's cold <laughs> in new york today <laughs> that, that, yeah where's the material tony where is the material look i'm slacking jeez tony's not giving I material a break. Girl, that's really sad wait i'm yeah. a what person i said you're not giving material girl and that's really sad <laughs> Uh, you have the fact that the effort, like you can do it. I know you can do it just by looking at your Instagram. <laughs> Look, I'm like knowing I'm, you now. I know you can do it. Maybe I'm, I'm choosing to. to invest elsewhere. Where are you investing your time? Amuse me. <laughs> and don't say clubhouse. Oh my god. Oh. Wow. Pressure's applied. Pressure's been applied. Right, I gotta. <laughs> Tony said bye respectfully. Like I don't. I don't. Like, I don't want to talk about it. Tony's too much for him. All right. Thanks everyone for joining and giving all their thoughts on casual Instagram and we'll be back. Thank you for listening to another episode of Define Normal. If you like the episode or have any feedback for me, please leave a review on the Apple podcast app. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at Define Normal. See you next week.